The book of Ecclesiastes begins with these words. Vanity of vanities, says the preacher. Vanity of vanities. All is vanity. What does man gain by all the toil at which he toils under the sun? A generation goes, a generation comes, but the earth remains forever. The sun rises and the sun goes down and hastens to the place where it rises. The wind blows to the south and goes around to the north. Around and around goes the wind, and on its circuits the wind returns. All streams run to the sea, but the sea is not full. To the place where the streams flow, there they flow again. All things are full of weariness. A man cannot utter it. The eye is not satisfied with seeing, nor the ear filled with hearing. What has been is what will be. And what has been done is what will be done. And there is nothing new under the sun. Is there a thing of which it is said, see, this is new? It has already been in ages before us. There is no remembrance of former things, nor, there will, nor will there be any remembrance of later things yet to be among those who come after. End quote. Now this preacher of whom Ecclesiastes speaks is not God, but a man. His words are not God speaking. In Hebrew, his name is Kohelet, which is also the name of the book of Ecclesiastes in Hebrew. To Kohelet, I want to begin by saying thank you for the timely reminder that most of what happens has been done or at least imagined before for remind us, reminding us that trends tend to be cyclical, for reminding us that our generation is not the only one, and that we have received so much from God and from those who have come before us. And on the other hand, I want to tell Kohelet and those reading him, you know, that is about all the fatalism I require from you. You make it sound like nothing new has ever happened or ever will. Haven't you read Isaiah 43? There God tells us, Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? It's easy to become discouraged by bad habits that we seem unable to break. When we sin in ways that are familiar to us, it's easy to think that we're just on a hamster wheel. It's easy to become discouraged, to regard ourselves as hopelessly addicted to sin, and to give up resisting temptation. But while it's true that we are sinners, we are not without hope. For God is with us. And while we won't be perfected in this life, God is at work in us and doing a new thing. 
that is alien and shocking to the old Adam within us. And God's work is not in vain. We have no cause for weak resignation to the evils we deplore. As Harry Emerson Fosdick put it in his hymn, God of grace and God of glory. With God himself taking, having taken our sin and guilt on himself, and the Holy Spirit alive and at work in us, we are hopeful, free, and eager to embrace God's new work in and among us. God's work of justification is his alone, and apart from God, we can do no good thing. But we are not apart from God. He has equipped us with many gifts with which to help our neighbors, not least by sharing the good news of salvation in Jesus Christ and forgiving one another as God has forgiven us for Jesus' sake. In our second lesson from Mark chapter 2, Jesus demonstrates that there is a new sheriff in town doing new things by healing a paralyzed man to the amazement of all witnesses. And not by healing him only physically, but also spiritually, forgiving his sins. In fact, Jesus says to those who doubt his authority to forgive sins, why do you question these things in your hearts? Which is easier, to say to the paralytic, your sins are forgiven, or to say, rise, take up your bed, and walk? but that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He said to the paralytic, I say to you, rise, pick up your bed, and go home. The physical healing was miraculous, and more than enough novelty to praise God for. But it was also evidence of a more amazing, though less palpable healing, Jesus' forgiveness of the man's sins. The Savior who healed this paralyzed man is also the one who heals us physically and spiritually. He equips us not only to walk, but to stand before God forgiven and reconciled as his beloved children. This evening, we join those who witnessed Jesus' miraculous healing of the paralyzed man in saying, we have never seen anything like this. And to thank God for this new thing, which he has done for us in his son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. <clears throat>